0: For the last five years, Judith Shaw has lived on the edge of a massive construction project. That's no exaggeration. Her condo sits on the actual perimeter of Centene's $770 million campus expansion in Clayton. The mixed-use development will ultimately include housing, retail, and more than 1.5 million square feet of office space. And yes, even after five years, construction is still ongoing. Like a lot of neighbors, Shaw found herself frustrated by the heavy machinery, the dust, and the debris. But unlike a lot of neighbors, she found a way to turn her angst into art. The construction site directly inspired the new exhibit of her work that's now on display at the St. Louis Artists Guild. It's called Fault Lines, and she joins us today to talk about it. So Judith Shaw, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sarah, for having me. And for being curious about the project. It's such an interesting project. I want you to take us back to the time before you started this art project. How frustrated were you by all this construction
1: going on right outside your window? Uh, Well, it affected me 24 7. Um, You know, I had to laugh when preparing to do this um, live interview. They suggested that I find a quiet place and be sure that there was no noise around me. Well, for five years, I've had noise around me, and, um, yeah, it just affected me physically, emotionally. It just the pounding, the constant grinding, the banging, the drilling. It just kind of impacted me at a cellular level. And it, so, um, yeah, it was just out of desperation and frustration and... Um, But I don't think that the project was born out of the frustration and the angst. It kind of resulted from just having this massive construction project right outside my window. I mean, I'm very much about noticing the world around me and moving slowly and just seeing the beauty and everything that's out there. And as I would be walking for coffee or walking, you know, for exercise in the neighborhood, I just started, I, I looked down and I couldn't help but see these graphic patterns that this massive machinery was leaving in the landscape and on the streetscape.
0: And when you say graphic uh, patterns, I imagine I would probably walk by this construction project every day and I would never notice a thing. Are, are you talking about the tracks left by the, the wheels? I am. Yeah. And, and what about them was
1: appealing to you visually? Well, I have to admit, I have a uh, an affinity for tires. I, went, my last art project, my last body of work was um, made from tire debris that I collected alongside the highway here in St. Louis. Um, but they're just, I don't know, they're they're very graphic, they're visual, they're. I think they reminded me they, they just told a lot of metaphor for me and a lot of emotion for me. I think you know, are we all are you know. We all leave tracks behind us. Are mm. we in our own tracks? Are we following somebody else's tracks? And I think um, sometimes we just move so quickly through our day that we don't notice things that are right in front of us. Mm. Right, right now out there, there's all this kind of, I don't want to call it graffiti on the sidewalk, but there are all these you know, messages to whether it's Amarin or the utilities where they're digging up, and they're just really interesting to notice. I want people to notice. So what took you from
0: from sort of appreciating these tracks and these patterns being created to saying, yeah, I'm actually going to make art directly out of this?
1: Well, I started taking photographs of them and um, just amassed this amazing collection of photographs, and then I thought I wanted to capture them more graphically, more permanently. And so I just had this idea. I went down there and I kind of experimented with different um, background materials. I started with cardboard and fabric. And then as soon as I um, tried the tar paper, I was just riveted by how the patterns grabbed the surface of the tar paper. And I knew that I had hit upon my technique. And from there, it just unfolded. And I didn't really know how it was going to (laughs) unfold. And I have to stop you on that. Um,
0: you know, you, you're, it sounds like you're down there, you're, you're trying all these different um, forms of paper, you eventually seize upon tar paper. At some point, did someone on this construction site say, hey, lady, what are you doing here?
1: Well, I went down first, and I would introduce myself, and I just said, I'm an artist, and I live in that building, and I'd point to my building, which was um, on the perimeter, as you said, of the, um, the worksite. And I just said, I explained what I wanted to do. And I kind of approached um, one of some of the people that um, like flaggers. They're called flaggers. And I have a bunch of friends who are now fla- who are flaggers. And they're the ones who, who uh, you know, stop the trucks when they come and tell them when to dump and tell them when to pour and tell them when they can go. So they really control the in and out of the vehicles. And um, I would ask them. And, you know, one of the things about this construction site, I have to admit, it is very well run and very well managed. Hmm. And, um, you know, they were very concerned about safety. So some of the times, you know, the flaggers would, you know, I couldn't actually get the paper under the wheels of the tires, but they would actually help me.
0: Wow. And then... Yeah, I mean, was it a hard sell to, to get them to that point of yeah, we'll we'll put the paper under this tire and, and have this truck drive over it? I mean, it sounds like you must have had to, to work some uh, some charm there.
1: You know, I really I I don't feel like I did. I think mm-hmm. I was just cordial and respectful and explained what I wanted to do, and um, they were you know much more curious than combative. Mm-hmm. And I think also the workers are, um, you know, one of their ethics is to be neighborly. And um, even though, you know, it certainly didn't feel like we were neighbors at at the start of this, but they were really very friendly and and wanted to accommodate me. Hmm. And we gave it a try. So how long did
0: you guys work on sort of capturing these things on tar paper together?
1: Well, I've only been, I've been doing this for about a year now and or a little over a year. And, um, you know, I would go down there with rolls of tar paper under my arms and I'd find my flagger friends and ask what was going on that day. And sometimes I would go down and it was just really a matter of what was happening, um, on the job site. Mm-hmm. And so it was very unpredictable and I would sometimes go and get nothing, you know, or if there was just too much activity. And they couldn't pause. I mean, I didn't disrupt the activity. What I would do is, I would, in the course of a vehicle, you know, on its way to do its job, um, I would grab something. Then, so I, it, you know, I wasn't trying to be. I didn't want to be disruptive or anything. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I would sort of get people. Some of them, we. I had their phone numbers, and I would text down and ask, you know, what was happening today, and if this was a good time for me to come down. And I would go down.
0: So you really did. Uh, you developed this friendship. You guys are, are texting each other. I, I think that's kind of it's kind of cool. Did you ever find yourself talking about things other than the construction project and the art that you're making?
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think we're really all more alike than different. And this was a, an environment for me to experience that. I mean, just this morning, as I was coming back with my coffee, I paused and um, my favorite flagger. Um Taylor, I we were talking, we were sharing pictures of our grandchildren. I mean he became a grandfather recently and I became a grandmother recently and we were talking about that and um, no, definitely we we talk about you know our families and what's going on in our lives and what's going on in the world. And yeah, that's been one of the the, the most fun for me now is to just invite the workers to to come and see see the work and at some point, and I'm not sure when this happened, I was trying to think about this, um, you know, it went from them helping me to really us becoming partners and collaborators on this project. You know, sometimes I would, they'd say, where do you want the paper? Again, since they were the ones who had to get close to the tires. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, you know what, you decide. I don't know. And then, so that they became part of the art, and a lot of them had ideas and suggestions, you know, what if I did this? And I'd say, try it. And, um, you know, I think I grew to appreciate the artistry and the skill in what they are doing, even though it was truly a constant source of annoyance. But, you know, I began to appreciate um, the art of construction, we're talking to artists. Focused.
0: We're talking to artist Judith Shaw about her new show, Fault Lines. It's on display right now at the St. Louis Artists Guild. It'll be up through September twelfth. You said you invited them to come take a look. Do you know if anyone, ha- any of them, have yet done that?
1: Um, I don't know. They're all talking to me about. You know, someone stopped me this morning and said, "You know, when are you going to be there? Can I meet you there? I want to bring my daughter and my wife." Can-? We were thinking of Saturday morning. Um, I did hear from some other people as I sent the invitation out that, you know, many people in the in company, Clayco, who's actually doing the building, that they're interested in coming to. Um, so it's, it's really enabled us, I think, to break down some barriers and walls. And um, I think that's a good metaphor for what's gone on.
0: Now, when you and I first started emailing about this project, you noted, as I watched the art installation this week, I realized that the project is more about relationship than craftsmanship, but it did produce some surprising results nonetheless. And that relationship side of it is is what really captivated me about this story. I love that that they're all interested in coming to this gallery opening, and, and you guys are now friends. But I also noted in, in that um, the way you wrote about that, did you end up being unhappy with the craftsmanship? You weren't pleased with the final result?
1: No, I just think it's not they're not pieces of art that you would necessarily want to purchase and hang in your living room. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're very gritty, they're, they're raw. I, I don't think visually they're all that compelling, but what makes them compelling is sort of the emotions that they hold.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I think um, in that way, I think that's what makes them visually appealing.
0: And, and you work with found objects a lot. I imagine you, you probably have some other pieces that you've done that, that you're very proud of, but that wouldn't necessarily be something that, that you'd hang in a living room. What attracts you to using things that are
1: the detritus of life? Hmm, good question. Um, well, again, I just see, I think what, what I, I work with found objects. I say they find me, actually. They're things that... Um, just hold a lot of emotion. Like when I would see those raw tires by the side of the road, these shreds, these shards, they just feel to me like they were abandoned and were calling out for someone to come and rescue them. So I just, um, I don't know. And often, you know, a friend might say, you know, I found this for you. And, you know, and it has to speak to me. Mm-hmm. So it's, I can't really say. It's just but again, it, it, I arrive at that from, from noticing, from looking, from seeing. In fact, now I'm sort of started to collect um, when they've been blasting out there recently to replace some of the, the sidewalk and the pavement. I'm actually collecting pieces of the pavement and the sidewalk and the road that they're blasting. And I don't know what I'm going to do with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're talking to me now so
0: so that uh, could lead you right into your next project. It
1: could, it could now I'm, I, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say I'm not going to miss this project, but I'm you know I think these guys and the women on this on the uh, construction team, they can do anything. it is just amazing. you know, they can literally just hoist you know, tons of steel. And I think that's really got my creative juices flowing. I'm going to miss just that source of inspiration. And also, I feel like I need these people to help me. You know, there are ideas I have for all this heavy debris that I'm collecting now. And I, you know, I don't know how to carry it, lift it, move it. They could help me do all of that and help me embed it in cement and Anyway, so I just, um, I'm going to miss
0: that. So there may be another collaboration here in your future. You also talked about um, this not necessarily being something that you would normally hang on the wall. And yet this project, I mean, you've lived with this project for five years. And as you say, it really has spurred your creative juices. Do you think this is something you might want to hang on your wall? Because in some way, you do want to remember this project once it's finally over.
1: You know, I feel so enriched by this partnership with the the workers and so enriched by how this changed me um, as a human being. And it allowed me to see, you know, other perspectives and to um, develop a relationship with people who I have very little, perhaps have very little in common with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's going to be with me forever. And the artwork is really a byproduct of that. And you know, to be quite honest with you, the the raw materials are dirt and cement, and I don't know how long they're going to last. Mm-hmm. So, but but how this prog- how this project enriched me is with me forever. So, I I don't know whether I'll in them on my walls, but certainly in my studio I will. Well, Judith Shaw, I want to thank you so
0: much for joining us today and and telling us about this, this just interesting project. And as you say, such a great story about human relations. So thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. It was an honor to be on the show, Sarah.
0: And Fault Lines, again, it's on display at the St. Louis Artist Guild that's in Clayton. It runs through September 12th. If you want more details on that or want to see it for yourself, uh, you can check out judithshaw.com. All the details are there. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.